welcome to the First and Ten Podcast. Uh, that's a hot take. That's a scorching take. Uh, I'm not afraid to be bold, though. Thriving, surviving, and watching Rutgers football. There's nothing to respect about Rutgers. You know what? It's pain, but we look good while we do it, man. Hello and welcome to the First and Ten Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Felt, here in Indianapolis, Indiana. Today we're recording this on the afternoon of Friday, May 22nd, 2020. I'm here in Indianapolis, and joining me today, as always, uh, I've got my two co-hosts, as well as a special guest for the first time. Uh, first, I'm going to introduce the two co-hosts, and joining us in New Jersey, it's Griffin Healy. Griffin, what's going on? Not much. I am Always excited and ecstatic to record another episode with you guys, and I don't think that will ever change. For real, me too. Reed, how are you? You're in Tennessee. Uh, I'm doing pretty well. My school is finally over, so I'm going to have a lot more time to go uh, go through some old first and funny. And right now I'm working on the Reed talking about Chris Olave compilation, and I hope to have a Patrick singing songs compilation and maybe a few other uh first and 10 funniest moments and we'll put that on the instagram yeah we can get that up on our igtv our youtube channel at the first and 10 on instagram uh check it out uh but joining us for the first time today uh we've got a special guest uh he's a class of 2021 guard uh from hun school out in new jersey joining us from the great state of new jersey it's our friend kevin williamson kevin how are you doing today doing good thank you for having me we're glad to have you on, Kevin. Kevin recently committed to Michigan State uh, for 2021 recruiting class, uh, so he'll be joining the Spartans uh, next season, not this coming season. Uh, but so I want to start with that. Obviously, uh, Michigan State is entering a new era uh, of football. Uh, for the last decade plus, it's been uh, Coach D'Antonio, and they've had a lot of success, and uh, near the end, it Maybe not as well, but obviously the good sticks out, the Rose Bowls, the playoff appearances. So uh, with that, uh, what do you think uh, Michigan State football is going to look like entering this new era with Coach Mel Tucker? Um, yeah, for sure. And um, what you said was perfect, you know, touching on the program tradition and the Rose Bowl and the playoff appearances. So, you know, I see – Coach Tucker and the vision he has, and, you know, I, I want to come and help lead them back to the winning Big Ten championships and getting to the playoffs. That's something I believe we can do, and this class we're putting together is really good, so I'm just really excited to get there, get to work. Yeah, uh, what do you think the ceiling is? What is the ceiling, and what is the goal uh, for Spartan football in these next couple of years? Yeah, um, well, the first goal always is going to be to win the Big Ten, and then it's always going to be, and then... um. We always have our eyes on winning a national championship. That's always going to be the goal. Yeah, only a select number of teams have even made an appearance in the college football playoff, and MSU is one of them. So uh, if there's any team who maybe could be able to get back to that level, you would expect it to be a team who's been there before and kind of knows what it's like. So uh, that's always good to hear. Um, I'm curious. uh, I saw you were offered and committed uh, both under Coach Tucker, but – did you have any contact with the MSU staff when uh, Coach D'Antonio was still at the helm? Uh, no, I did not. Um, I got contacted uh, in early March, I believe, by Coach Kaplovic, the offensive line coach. 
Okay, yeah. So uh, before that, so it seemed like a pretty quick uh, turnaround uh, from offer uh, to commit. And obviously, that's not a time you can really even take a full official visit because of social distancing guidelines and all that. But before that, were you anticipating uh, any offers from schools like Michigan State or similar? Um, yeah, I was always anticipating it. You know, I always knew if I worked hard enough, I, um, I always knew the big name schools would come and, um, they did. So, um, you know, that was just showed a lot of the hard work paying off. Absolutely. And, and obviously Michigan State, it doesn't get a whole lot bigger than that. You know, a, a true one of the teams who's been at the top of college football, uh, in recent years. So, uh, congrats to you on that. Thank you. Yep. And uh, are you are you planning on taking an official visit to Michigan State anytime soon? Yeah, the plan was to take one on uh, June 19th, but um, they canceled that. So I'll probably take one in November um, or December. Yeah, obviously, it's it's really not been uh, the safest time to go in and visit a school. And it, really, everything is up in the air. But uh, that's good to hear that, that you're going to make a trip down. But uh, other than that, how have you been holding up uh, these last couple of weeks? What have you been doing to, to stay prepared and uh, get ready into your season shape, assuming you have a season this year? Yeah, um, you know, I've just been working out my basement. Um, I have a really nice weight room down there. And, uh, you know, ever since I've been committed, it's been a huge weight off the shoulders, not having to communicate with coaches every so often. So it's just been a lot more time to be at home and relax. Yeah, that's good. Uh, what all have you done uh, in your free time, like when you're relaxing? What has been your go-to? I'm watching Ozark and uh, playing say football fourteen. And the Warzone. Oh, you're 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 an NCAA football fourteen guy. Are you playing uh, Dynasty? Yep, Dynasty with Michigan State just won the third straight Michigan national title. Maybe life can imitate art when you step on campus in East that's, Lansing in a couple of years. That's the plan. That's the plan. <laughs> I've I've been playing a lot of a lot of NCAA too. I I can promise you that. I I've recently was named the head coach of the New Mexico Lobos. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Uh Reed Griffin, what do you guys have to say? Yeah, so I was just uh wondering we've talked a little bit about this so far, but why Michigan State as opposed to some of the other schools who have offered you? Yeah, so um really the the um four schools I was looking at was Tennessee, Michigan State, Pitt, and Maryland. Um, and I felt Michigan State stood out in every aspect. Um, academically, I feel Michigan State will push me. And, um, you know, on the football field, I'll have the opportunity to play big time Big Ten football and have a chance to pursue the NFL. Um, and I think they give me the best opportunity to come in and play early and contribute early. And that's what, you know, and I have a great relationship with the staff. So that, that was open me ultimately what I was looking for. Yeah. And you mentioned uh, the academic side of it. Obviously you had some offers from, you know, some elite academic institutions, Georgetown, Yale, but ultimately it was Michigan state. Uh, What stood out to you about uh, the classes and the academics at MSU? Um, Yeah. So for my major, um, I've been looking into a couple of uh, Michigan state and they, they have a really good, uh, business school that I think I might want to get into, also communications, um, and I might look into go into law school. So um, I felt they they have great great uh, avenues I could explore. That's awesome. Obviously, so many of the schools in the Big Ten are, are superior institutions, and 
MSU is certainly one of them. Yeah. So uh, this coming year uh, in your high school season, have you heard any word from your coaches about whether or not you'll be having practices or even playing games this year? Yeah, so um, one thing about my school is um, I go to a boarding school. So um, with the conference we play in, it's actually based out of Connecticut. So um, we're preparing to have a season um, for a regular schedule. If not, we could start it um, after Christmas break and play spring season. So they're, they're planning to have a season no matter what. So they're just, you know, planning for everything that could possibly happen. Yeah, that's good. And it's, it's good to keep all the options on the table. And yeah. beyond communication with your high school coaches, I know we talked about this a little bit uh, off air the other day, but have you been in contact with uh, the MSU coaches much? Yes, yeah. So um, I actually just got off the phone with Coach Tucker right before this. And then uh, we have a commit meeting tonight, like a big Zoom call. But um, I, I pretty much talk to a coach from Michigan State every day. Um, they do a great job of staying in touch with me and um, and my parents too. So it's it's been great. What what's been the overarching theme of uh, the conversations with uh, the MSU coaches? What are they trying to instill in this program? Um, they're just trying to you know show that it's gonna there's new energy at Michigan State and there's a new vision, um, and they're just showing the recruits what they think they can do and. There's a history at Michigan State that they show that they can. They've done it before, so we know they can do it again. Yeah, that's good to hear. I think that's uh, certainly what all Spartan fans want to see uh, is MSU returning uh, back to their their glory. Yeah. Yeah. So Kevin, I was uh, curious. This is a question I like to ask a lot of the recruits we talk to. Um, who do you look up to as a football player, whether that's college players, NFL players, or really anyone? Who is your sort of inspiration? Um, you know, I, I wouldn't say so much for inspiration, but um, players that I look up for to, you know, just try and improve my game. Uh, I look a lot at Quentin Nelson. Um, he's from New Jersey. He's actually – he grew up pretty much like 15 minutes from me. Um, I also look at Trent Williams from the Redskins and uh, – Zach Martin from the Cowboys. Uh, I'd say those are my top players I look at the most. And just yeah, Quentin, film. Quentin Nelson and Zach Martin, I got to say two excellent choices. Uh, I'm a Colts fan, uh, so <laughs> Big Q is one of my favorite players in the whole league. And I actually, I mentioned this the other day to, to a guy we had on the show, but I went to Zach Martin's high school, Bishop Chittard in Indianapolis. So oh, wow. um, I'm a big fan of the Martin boys too. Uh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, and um, so another question yeah, we like ahead. to ask. Oh, no, go ahead, Patrick. Reed, were you I'm sure we we're it? probably going to ask the same thing. You can go right ahead. Okay. I think we were. <laughs> another question we like to ask a lot of the guys we have on our show is, if you could schedule a game against any team in the country, who would you pick? Um, I would probably say uh, LSU, just because they won the national championship this past season. Um, you know, because we want to be the best, so you have to play the best. So that, I think – Getting to play LSU in Spartan Stadium, that'd be pretty cool. That's a great mentality to have, you know, kind of coming for the, the throne, if you will. Yeah, exactly. And uh, a more Big Ten related version of that question would be, which rivalry or big uh, big game in the conference are you looking forward to the most? Um, yeah, obviously looking forward to all of them. But, uh, you know, being from New Jersey, I'm obviously looking forward to Rutgers. But, you know, the biggest one that stands out is obviously playing Michigan. Um, you know, that's the in-state rivalry. Um, 
you know, they go back and forth everywhere. And every sport is competitive between the two. So that's one of the goals I have is to come in and beat Michigan. All right, that's a good – yeah, as an Ohio State fan, I like hearing a guy who wants to beat Michigan. <laughs> that That's yeah. always uh, one of the big things uh, in the Michigan State fan base is beating Michigan. Obviously, it's it's a divided state, uh, green and white versus uh, blue and maize. So, uh, you know, wanting to beat Michigan, that that's a huge deal. And uh, what do you think of the MSU-Michigan rivalry? Obviously, these last couple of years uh, might not have gone MSU's way, but before that, uh, they kind of had Harbaugh's number. What do you think is going to change about the games against Michigan uh, in these next few years under Mel Tucker? Yeah, um, I was telling somebody about this a couple of days ago. There's not there's not many other rivalries in the country um, that are in-state, like Michigan State and Maryland. Um, you know, when you look over the tradition over, you know, a wide span of years, it's um, been very competitive. So, you know, just coming in there, the rivalry, you know, I know that game week's going to be more competitive and, you know, more amped up, but just really excited to play them, and that's going to be a game I know I'll remember for sure. Absolutely, and it, it always is. There's so many memorable moments in that series. I think my personal favorite was probably, I believe it was 2015 when mm-hmm. uh, Michigan botched the snap and uh, MSU scored the touchdown to, to win the game the last second. Yeah, that's my favorite moment too. That's a good one. Yeah. It's a classic. Yeah, yeah so um, another – Another thing about these interviews, we want to get to know you off the field in addition to who you are as a player on the field. So I'm just going to ask a few uh, sort of, I guess, rapid-fire related questions. So what is your favorite cereal? Honey Nut Cheerios. Ah, I like there that. There we go. That's a great answer. <laughs> uh, we, we really like it. We like that answer. We talked about this the other day on our show. We, we had a question about cereal. Uh Griffin or Reed, either of you guys can explain the concept of a Cheerio Man. Yeah, so Cheerio Man is a term I came up with after our most recent episode. We were in our uh, group text, and we were we were talking about because in this in this recent episode, we were saying um, how Cheerios and Wilson footballs and Kirk Ferentz of the Iowa Hawkeyes—they're all sort of blue collar kind of and guys patriot slot yeah, receivers patriot slot receivers as well they're like blue collar guys they get the job done but they're not too flashy um and not too they don't have too big of egos so we really like uh cheerios and honey nut cheerios on this show so we made up the term cheerio man which is a term we give to a player who sort of has these values as guy who gets the job done well um but not too full of himself so this is a question we're going to ask him to the end but do you think you would consider yourself to be a Cheerio man? <laughs> um, honestly, I'm not sure. You know, I, I mean, I hear the way you're describing it, but uh, that maybe, maybe so. That, that sounds something I might be, but yeah, very we humble. We 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 like that. That's that's a good sign. <laughs> All right. So, for, sure. for the rest of these questions, what is your favorite breakfast food? Ooh, omelets. What do you like in your omelet? Uh, bacon, ham, spinach, cheese, and salsa. That's the worst right there. All right. Favorite, favorite lunch or dinner food? Um, dinner steak. All right. Good answer. Good answer. Good one. Favorite TV show growing up? Growing up. (laughs) Um, favorite TV show, uh, The Office. I love The Office. Okay. 
I love The Office too. Definitely uh, one of the best shows on Netflix, in my opinion. For sure. Favorite sport that isn't football? UFC. Interesting. Or MMA. Yeah, interesting. MMA. Have you enjoyed uh, the fights on yeah. TV recently? Yeah, they've been great. Yeah, they've been very, very fun to watch. Who is your favorite non-football athlete? Um, I guess you could say uh, Conor McGregor. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I definitely got to respect. Yeah, got to respect McGregor. Just his whole mentality and. Uh, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Transfers over to football. Definitely got to have that sort of warrior kind of mentality. Um, favorite musical artist, or specifically favorite artist to listen to before a game. Um, favorite would be uh, Meek Mill and uh, Lil Baby. Good answer. Good answer. Um, all right. This is, I know this is more of a Jersey thing, but do you say pork roll or Taylor ham? <laughs> uh, I say pork roll. Oh, okay. Is that a North versus and... South Jersey kind of deal? Griffin's from North. Griffin's yeah, from North, is. so. Yeah, yeah so... I'm, from, I'm from Central Jersey. That, you... Oh, oh so Central funny. Jersey doesn't. That's where we disagree, though, because I don't believe that exists. <laughs> <laughs> So you 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 you're basically saying I just don't exist. <laughs> not you, not you. Of... Just yeah. what do you more so, Griffin? Than... What do you think is the geographical marker of North versus South Jersey? Like what what's the divide? Um, the divide is probably and Kevin, you might agree with this. You might not. The Six Flags that is a pretty fair divide. Yeah, that's a good one. Kevin, do you do you live North yeah, or South actually, of Six yeah. Flags? Um, I would say north, yeah, north, 20 minutes north, maybe. Pretty close to the center, Griffin. Does Central Jersey exist or not, if he's that close? Hmm. We can debate about this on a later episode. <laughs> Welcome to, to the First and Map podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, New Jersey... Uh, has had a lot of football talent over the years. You talked about Quentin Nelson, but so many other players uh, have come out of the state. Uh, what does that mean to you to be yet another uh, high-quality product out of the great state of New Jersey? Yeah, no, that's um, it's a great feeling. Um, growing up, I got to see a lot of great players come out of New Jersey. And um, I grew up, you know, watching Rutgers. Um, that was one of my teams. And, you know, seeing a lot of players stay home and then, Started seeing a lot of players going to other schools in the Big Ten and playing at Michigan, Ohio State, Michigan State. So, yeah, it's just great to be a part of that, uh, I guess you could say, tradition. What's that first game uh, back in Piscataway as a member of the Spartans going to be like? Yeah, no, yeah, it's actually my first season, actually, November 20th. Um, yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be real fun for sure. I've been uh, to Rutgers probably like 20 times. Uh, but I've never played in there. But um, so you know that'll be fun to play there. Yeah, and I'm sure you'll you'll have plenty of family and friends in the stands. Hopefully, uh, getting to cheer you on in your first game back home. Did yeah. you ever consider Rutgers to be an option uh, for playing there in college? Yeah, yeah, Rutgers was um my top option uh, pretty much up until uh, not too long after uh, Coach Shiano got hired, and then um. 
But, uh, yeah, things changed, and then Coach Cap called from Michigan State and, you know, ended up picking Michigan State. Interesting. Yeah. Very. All right, Griffin or Reed? Oh, yeah. Reed, go ahead. Oh, yeah. I was just thinking I remembered another question we'd like to ask, guys. Obviously, the college football playoff is the ultimate goal for every team, but Besides the playoff, what would be your dream bowl game? Or, like, if you could play in any bowl game or bowl stadium, what would it be? Um, That's a good one. Um, I, I would say the dream one would be uh, playing at the Rose Bowl. Is that right? In Pasadena? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that would be the dream place. Or another one would be uh, in uh, playing at the Cowboys. Uh, so, it's the Cowboy Stadium. Yeah, it is a nice stadium. So, yeah, the Cotton Bowl. Bowl Classic. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Uh, what about uh, well, yeah, last no. year MSU was in the Pinstripe Bowl uh, out by you in New York, but I, I don't know if you grew up Yankees or Mets fan or Phillies fan even, but uh, how would you feel about getting to play at Yankee Stadium? Yeah, I actually had to see the first uh, football game played at Yankee Stadium, Rutgers uh, playing Notre Dame at the Pinstripe Bowl a couple years ago. But, um, no, that would be really cool, too. And, you know, just being from Jersey, you know, a lot of people from close to home would be able to see it. Um, but, you know, the, the goal is always going to be to, you know, play in the biggest game possible. So the playoff and the um, Rose Definitely. Ball. Griffin, were you also at that Rutgers-Notre Dame game? I actually was. I vividly remember that pinstripe bowl. It was quite the game. And to see Notre Dame, unfortunately, win it 29-16, I mean, it may not have ended the way – Rutgers fans wanted, but it was still a great game regardless. Yeah. What do you know? All right, Griffin, Reed, yeah. you got anything? Oh, yeah. So, Kevin, I know uh, a lot of people in, in Jersey, you know, you, you got options when it comes to which teams you like in different sports growing up. So, which teams do you root for in professional sports? Yeah, so I'm a Giants fan uh, for football. And then uh, for basketball, I'm a Celtics fan. Okay, that's right. interesting. You how a... did you how did you uh, how did you become a Celtics fan? Yeah, so um, back when Rajon Rondo was on the Celtics, uh, really liked the way he played, and Nate Robinson too. Um, so you know, I fell in love with them, and then just you know, fell in love with the Celtics. Yeah, Robinson was was an electric dunker. I got to say, one of my favorite players to watch, especially for his height. Exactly. Yeah, it was just fun to watch. And are you a baseball fan, or are you? Uh, do you not really care very much about baseball? Yeah, I used to play baseball. I'm a. I'd say I'm a Mets fan. Okay, so you and Griffin have something in common there. Yeah, Griffin's a big Mets guy. Yeah, he, yeah. he uh, loves uh, the blue and orange. How do we look for this year? I think we're gonna look pretty good. I mean, if we do the realignments, though, maybe not so much. My book, the the road to the the oh, road yeah. to October runs through Cincinnati. Ah. <laughs> we can we can hope. It's been a while since the Reds have uh, competed, but I think this is going to be the year if we get we get a season. Uh, so that that'll be fun to watch. But uh, Griffin Reed, you guys have any final questions? Um. Yeah, actually. So throughout your three years so far playing at the Hun School. How is playing? How has playing other talent at Blair Academy, Mercer'sburg, the Petty School shaped you into the athlete you are? And do you think you'll see some of them in the Big Ten? 
Yeah, so um, for sure. So I will see a couple of them in the Big Ten. Um, and, you know, getting to go against them has prepared me that I'm going against D1 players week in, week out at the high school level. So, um, you know, once I get there, the transition and, you know, the change in speed will be a little smaller. So that's something I'll definitely be able to gain. Yeah, and speaking of the Big Ten, um, I'm going to try to phrase this question in a way that makes sense. I just thought off the top of my head, but, um, you know, I'm from Nashville. A lot of the players that I know playing high school ball in Nashville, their goal is the SEC. They want to play at Bama. They want to play at UT Knoxville. Up in Jersey, is the Big Ten sort of the goal for everyone, or is it uh, more spread out, or is it a different conference that a lot of guys want to play at? It's the Big Ten for sure. Um, everyone looks forward to playing in the Big Ten. I mean, of course, I guess people might say Alabama, but, um, you know, Jersey kids especially, we all look forward to the Big Ten because the Big Ten recruits the Northeast really hard. So, you know, Jersey kids all dream of playing in the Big Ten. That is true, yeah. A lot of a lot of the best Big Ten talent does come from there. Um, just off the top of my head, like Jabril Peppers, one of the most electrifying Big Ten players of this last from Jersey, so yep. yeah, for sure. All right, offensive line question for me. Do you like run ba- run blocking or pass blocking more? Run blocking. Run blocking is the answer. Why run blocking? Um, just because pass blocking, you're going backwards and you're trying to stop the defender from doing something more, more so when you're run blocking, I can really – you know, use more power and try and overpower a defender and, you know, put him on his yeah, back. Yeah, get to, get to be the bulldozer for a little bit. That's exactly. fun. Yeah. Exactly. All right, Griffin, Reed, anything? That's it for me. You got anything, Griffin? Uh, Nothing that I could think of. All right. Uh, I don't think I've got anything else. Kevin, anything from you? Anything you got to say? I'm good. Just go green. Go white. All right. Uh, you want to plug your Instagram? Or plug your Twitter? Anything? Um. Yeah, Kevin Wigginton 71 on Twitter. There we yeah, go. Yeah, give, give our friend Kevin a follow. Kevin, thank you so much for coming on. We'd love to have you back someday. Sounds good. Yeah, look forward to it. Yeah, thank good you. luck this season. Thank you. That's our episode today with 2021 Michigan State offensive guard Kevin Wigginton. Uh, thanks to Kevin for coming on our podcast today. We really appreciate it. Uh, you can go follow him at Kevin Wigginton 71 over on Twitter. Uh, we, we appreciate him for coming on and, and doing the show with us. So uh, expect pretty soon we're going to do our 2020 quarterback rankings and then uh, later next week, we're going to be doing a Legends draft. We explained in the last episode, but uh, it's going to be all-time players. You can pick one player from every school to be on your team uh, for all the Legends all-time in Big Ten football history. Uh, we'll have our friend Jack Calson on for that, and we've got a ton of content planned all the way from now until August, so please stay tuned for that. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at the first and 10 spell it all out, and on Twitter at first and one g Thank you for listening. My name is Patrick Feltz. Have a good one.